this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and so glad and honored to be with you guys today. And I'm looking forward to this new year. I really am. And I hope everyone had a great Christmas, by the way. You know, there's nothing better than spending time with your loved ones, your family, your friends, and making those memories. And of course, once again, I'm a huge Christmas guy, you know, and I'm like, oh man, Christmas is over. Uh, so I really enjoyed Christmas. Love it, love it, love it. So, but you know, one thing I am looking forward to that I do also love is I'm looking forward to New Year. I think every year a New Year brings to us joy and the opportunity to feel as if we can start again. And you know what's great about life is We really can start again every moment of every day, but yet something about a new year just sort of, it's almost like you feel like the whole world is resetting itself, you know what I mean? And and it's like it gives you a little bit more umph, a little bit more strength to say, hey, I can reset myself because everybody else is wanting to do it. So I wanted to talk today a little bit about breaking paradigms for the new year because I really feel like that we're in that time of our lives where we need to really know the difference between resolutions versus breaking paradigms. I, I don't think really the right thing to do is to make a New Year's resolution, even though, you know, we've all done it, been there, done that. I probably will make a little bit smaller one this year. But yet the truth is, what's more important to me is breaking a pattern. Because if you really think about life, if I were to, let's say, be stuck in patterns and all of a sudden I'm like, here's a new year. I'm going to be able to bring forth a new year's resolution. I'm going to begin to either, you know, eat healthier. Or I'm going to begin to exercise or I'm going to begin to do this or do that. Well, here's the key thing. It's hard when you want to do a resolution because what you're doing is you're sitting something new on top of something that's old and you keep on building it up and building it up and building it up. To before long, you're just actually adding something else to your life. The main thing we've got to do is begin to look at our lives and break old habits, traditions, patterns that has kept us bound throughout that year. Now, when we talk about breaking things throughout the year, it doesn't mean that I'm going to begin to look at my life and say, oh, I need deliverance or I need some major overhaul, this or that. Not really. Breaking paradigms actually means this. It means to make it be taken, examine, you know, good hard look, examine your life and see exactly throughout your house. Maybe you feel that you need to be able to bring something out that has maybe held you back and making getting a second job or maybe starting your business or maybe, you know, holding you back as far as, you know, finding your one true love or having children, you know, or whatever the case may be or moving out in the in the things of God in, in, in church or ministry. It's not so much of creating something new, because here's a key thing the Bible mentions really plain. And that is, yeah, you know, the Bible says, the old heavens and earth pass away. Behold, I do a new thing. Behold, new heaven and earth, where dwelleth righteousness, right? So you've got different scriptures that deal with removing the old first before putting in something new. And so we begin to look at reality and say, let's keep on piling up the new, the new, the new. A lot of us don't need anything new at the moment, okay? We need new, but not at the moment. What we really need 
is the ability to begin to understand that I need to declutter my life first before an introduction to something new. Because really what I'm doing is I'm disrespecting the new if I don't begin to open up the, the door to declutter first. So in order to honor and welcome something new, I really need to be able to cause that old heaven and new earth, and old earth to, to pass away before a new heaven and new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness or strength or joy or you know um my desire you know with it so here's the key thing you got to begin to think about is i have to begin to really look and see exactly what is maybe holding me back what is alluding towards something that is keeping my mind constantly busy first getting rid of that Decluttering basically is letting you know your mind has this power to give attention to whatever it is you feed it. And the more you feed it into what it is you're wanting to be able to give it attention to, it's going to begin to create a habit to where it's constantly going to begin to think upon that thing, right? We all know that, no matter what it is. So with that said... I have to begin to realize what is the main thing that my mind is consumed with on what I'm feeding it. Because if you think about it, if I'm obsessed with, let's say, I don't know, money, then all day long I'll be thinking to myself, how to make more money, how to make more money. Well, what happens is I'm not thinking of a solution. I'm thinking of a desire that has no attachment to a solution, has no attachment to groundwork, to a foundation. So how on earth could I ever create a finish line if I don't have a starting place? If I don't have a foundation, nothing in this world can ever start or finish or whatever without groundwork. You have to have a foundation first and foremost. And the foundation to life has to begin with, first of all, decluttering in order to, as the Bible says, wipe your slate clean. So you've got to begin to wipe it clean to see what it is that you're standing on. Begin to put faith and strength in that foundation and then build and grow from there. If you don't, then what happens is you're going to find yourself just adding one more problem. And yes, it's going to be a problem as far as I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to start losing weight. I'm going to start gaining weight. I'm going to start eating better. Whatever the case may be, it actually will turn into a problem for you because you have to begin to declutter and get rid of everything first that is keeping you bound and keeping your mind constantly in a rotation that is going over and over and over again. And then you're trying, trying to throw, you know, something, let's say a ball into the mix. Now you might say, why don't you see a ball? If you think of juggling, here's what you think about. You think about a guy, let's say, who's juggling three balls and you got this other guy, you see this a lot in circuses and you see this other guy beside him. And while that man is getting in this habit of like, I'm juggling three balls. And this other guy's like, okay, you ready? I'm going to throw in the fourth ball. He throws in that fourth ball. The guy keeps on juggling. But now it's getting a little harder. There's four balls, you know, he's juggling. Then all of a sudden he's like, okay, I'm going to throw in the fifth ball. Throws in five balls. And the guy just has to go really hard, concentrating, and just go a little faster. And all of a sudden it's a place where... You know, the guy's really having to overthink. And then the guy's like, let me throw in a six ball. So what happens is, before long, he's going to crash and burn. 
Because his mind can't keep up with five and six and seven balls juggled at the same time. He can't because he's having to go faster and faster and faster. You can't make a New Year's resolution until you first create a groundwork, a foundation, by cleaning your slate, decluttering your mind, getting rid of things first and foremost. Now, here's what I recommend to people. Number one, when I say declutter, I'm talking natural, first of all, number one, natural decluttering. The number one thing I love to do, I can tell you right now, if I wish I could have a, a camera, I could show you a picture of it right now on this podcast. And, uh, but it's an audio, unfortunately, not a visual. And that is, I have on my table a lot of clothes. I'm talking about 20 shirts, if not more, uh, six, seven pair of pants, a couple of hats of mine, you know, um, uh, some shoes. I'm talking nice stuff, too, that I have removed out of my closet that I go through. Why? To make room for more things this year, yes, but also first and foremost to declutter to where I can breathe a little bit. How many of you have ever watched that TV show Hoarders? Now, every once in a while, I've got a major OCD issue, which I think is a blessing because I love everything clean and order, organized, you know, like don't move it, keep it clean, you know, I need to know where it belongs in my house. But yet, if you ever watch the TV show Hoarders, it makes you want to run and grab the vacuum cleaner and clean or a dust cloth or Windex or something because you're like, oh my gosh, no. And you want to grip, pick up stuff off the floor when you watch that show. If you don't want to go clean after you watch that show, something's wrong with you. You might be one of them, right? Because like attracts like, right? And so, but I can't watch that show because when I ever do, I'm like, how can somebody get to that place? It's crazy. Now, I understand psychologically there's depression, there's death, there's so many things that people tend to hide behind um, that causes that to begin to become an issue for them. And we get that, and that's a serious problem. However, when we look at holders, we desperately want to be able to what? Move stuff out of the way. And how many of you have ever watched that show, if you ever have, and you're like, oh my gosh, why is she arguing? This is like, you know, this lady is arguing over a, a pan that's 50 years old. It's old and rusty, but she wants to keep it. And you're like, throw it all away. How many of you ever watched a show where in the back of your mind you're thinking, wait till the owner turns away and turns around and just throw it all away. They'll never miss it because there's so much junk there, right? <laughs> and so, I mean, I thought that before. I'm like, what you guys need to do is get her or him or her out of there, out of their house, take them to the store, and then have all the guys just clean house and get rid of everything. Let her be mad for a moment, but she will have no earthly idea what was thrown away because there's too much stuff in there, right? That's my thinking. So, but when you think about decluttering, you think of happiness. Because I do, because I think of getting rid of stuff that no longer fits me, no longer suits me, no longer is helping me no longer doing anything to me in my life. I can't use it anymore, or I haven't used it in a long time. It's not making me money. It's not producing. It's not blessing people. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so I do. I naturally, number one, declutter. I declutter my closet. I declutter the house I live in. I tell my family we're, we're getting rid of stuff. Even just two weeks ago, I got rid of a lot of stuff in, um, you know, in, in the, in the basement because I pulled a lot of stuff. Now, if you know my house, everything is neat and clean from the attic to the, to the, 
garage. But yet, however, I like get rid of stuff completely and I give it to a, a, some Hispanic families and people that I know that need it. And so I love doing that because I love to give anyway. And that's like my main blessing that I love to do people's gift. But I get rid of everything. And not once again just to make room for the new, but yet I like to do it because it makes me feel better to think I got rid of stuff and it's like it's, it's clean, it's empty, it looks better. And so number one, declutter naturally stuff. It plays your mind in a good way psychologically. And you want to, you need to do that. Number two, declutter thoughts. Declutter thoughts, declutter patterns and habits of things maybe you got caught up in. Well, you know what? I'm used to doing this throughout the day. Well, I got to make time for this. Do you? Do you have to make time for that? Or is it just something back in the day that you made time for it? Let me give you guys a great example. I'll never forget when my grandfather was alive. And he, he worked uh, for the LNN, which is a railroad tr uh, a train, for years and years and years and years. You know, back in the day, I mean, these people, when they got a job, man, they stuck with that job. I mean, nowadays, it's like, you know, we've had eight jobs in two years to where most people are like, I've had one job in 50 years, you know, back in the day. Well, he did. He worked all his life at the at LNN, uh, at the railroad. And so, had a hat for it, a really cool pocket watch. It was that, that sort of cool image, you know, of a railroad type of conductor mentality, and I loved it. And so, but you know, when he retired, he didn't know what to do with himself. And so, he got in, the, he got in his basement. He, my grandparents had a beautiful home and had a huge uh, basement um, where he set up his tool shop and he started making furniture. He refused to sit down and just die, for lack of better words, and just sort of not do anything. But then he created his habit where every morning he got up at 4 o'clock because he said he was used to getting up at 4 a.m. because that's what he did to the railroad. And so he kept on getting up over and over going every morning. And a part of me one day, about two or three years into this, I'm like, why don't you just sleep till 6 or 7? Like, come on, at least 6 or 7. You're retired. You can do it. And I really, for part of me, was like, why are you in that habit steal? And yet, he didn't have to get up at 4 or 5. He could have slept later. Now, I did not warn him. I didn't think it would be healthy for him to, live, to get up at 8 or 9 or 10 o'clock. I mean, you know, people who see till 10 or 11, I'm sorry, got to be some lazy people unless you work during the night, right? I mean, come on. There's a day that's gorgeous. You know, don't let it. I, I like to get up early to enjoy every waking moment of my day because I love life, right? But... I understood that he had created a pattern and he knew how to break it. And so after a while, it was it became a little tough for him. And so if you think about habits and patterns that no longer suit us, we don't need to get it anymore. We don't have to wake up at four in the morning anymore. Thank God for that. We don't have to do this. Think about the, t the patterns you've created. Are they really necessary anymore? Were there patterns you created because of a maybe, well, I'm used to being a mom, I'm used to being a dad, I used to wake up my children at 5 a.m. Okay, well, if you still wake up at 5, then change the pattern. Wake up at 6, wake up at 7, you know, or, or if you do get up at 5, then do it, wake up at 5.30, you know, and, and, and then start off by when you got to be, maybe do something totally different. In other words, don't keep habits or patterns that really you don't need to do anymore. Because what you're doing then is if you if you start something new, you're going to have something new on top of something old, and the old things really don't even suit you anymore. So you're basically you're adding something new to clutter because the clutter is not it's not a value, it's not a worth, it is a clutter because it no longer suits you, no longer fits you, no longer has any value to it whatsoever. So why are you keep it on, keeping it on in your life? So this is where you have to say mentally, spiritually, physically, get rid of stuff. 
Declutter. Get your life back to a place where you see your life and saying, I'm getting a foundation because I want to start something new, but I first of all have to begin to break some patterns, break some paradigms, break some things that I'm used to doing. Why? Because my mind is a hoarder and my mind needs to get rid of some of these crazy patterns and thoughts I've been thinking because they don't even suit me. They don't even do anything for me whatsoever. So I need to sort of break those patterns and habits and formulate something new, but in order if we do that, I gotta wipe my slate clean. Wipe that slate clean. That's exactly what you want to do. Is bring yourself to that place where you're truly understanding. You're understanding. You don't need to have a New Year's resolution on I'm gonna start exercising. What you need to do is have a is first of all declutter your house of all the candy and the junk food. Okay, build a foundation where you go to the grocery store and you have a healthy uh, pantry that's got healthy food in it. And then you can say, so this new year, I want to start eating healthier. You can't eat healthy, folks, if you haven't decluttered all the candies and M&Ms in your, in your pantry. I want to lose weight. I can't lose weight. I don't know why I can't lose weight. Well, what is your pantry? Let your, your pantry is prophesying to you about what you really want. Your refrigerator is prophesying to you what you really want. So, if you don't like that self-fulfilled prophecy, then get rid of the prophecy, right? By decluttering. Get rid of the stuff and tell, and that way you, when you look in your pantry, you look in your closet, after cleaning your slate and getting a new foundation of what you really want to do, then you can let that pantry and closet prophesy to you and that refrigerator, because every time you open it up, it'll be actually what you really want to do. And it'll speak to you every time. Hey, there's, there's healthy this, there's healthy that. Every time I open the refrigerator or the pantry, this is what I see. What you behold, you become. So what do you have to do? You have to declutter first, right? That's the name of the game. So I wanted to bring this to you guys today because I'm all about New Year's resolutions, but I'm more about decluttering. Remove the hoarding in your brain and then remove the hoarding in your life. And if you haven't worn something within that physical year, get rid of it. You're not going to wear it again, no matter how beautiful or nice or eloquent it is. If you haven't worn a year, you're not the odds of you wearing it is very slim. You're not going to wear it. Get rid of it, right? If you haven't worn those shoes in over a year, get rid of them. If you haven't, you know, uh, sort of eaten this or done this in a long time, why are you keeping it? Get rid of it. Declutter, create a new foundation, then you can start on what you really want to do for that new year. I hope this was a blessing to you guys. I really do. I love bringing forth some things that deal with paradigms and mentalities and, and how to think and how to restructure, but especially right here when we come upon a brand new year. It is amazing because a lot of times we think, what do I want to do for this new year? And we really don't know how to operate or how to think. And so I wanted to present this to you guys to where you understand that in order for us to be able to have the new, we've got to remove the old heaven and the old earth. And, and leave, you know, uh, 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 leaving those things which are behind, then pressing towards the mark. That, you know, there's, there's a first key and a first rule of thumb in the Bible is you can't get a new until you get rid of the old. And if you want to get rid of something new, you're going to have to get rid of the old, right? Same way with your mind. Once you do, you'll feel better. 
and you'll have more of a jump start, more of motivation to start something new and to get the ball moving for that. So I hope this was a blessing to you guys today. Don't forget as I close, uh, tonight, which is, many of you might not hear this before tonight, but if you do, tonight is my Prophetic Live Night event at 6 p.m. Central Time on Instagram Live and Facebook Live. Uh, I'm excited. We're going to prophesy to as many people as possible, so stay tuned tonight to the Identity Network's Instagram page and the Facebook page at 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time tonight. Tell all your friends, and I will see you there. As we close, don't forget, if you don't like your day, if you don't like your life, change your thoughts, and you'll change your life. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.